fuck. I'm saying, that ain't racist. That's real shit. That's dude. real like, shit. And I'm telling you, dude, there's a black dude out there right now. Like, word. Word. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another exciting episode of The Corner and the Casual. We're going to talk about boring bullshit that y'all don't understand. (laughs) In your corner as always, Extra Medium Mike, who's extra saucy. Nice. Yeah. And as always, The Casual Finch Freeman. At The Casual Finch Freeman. Yeah, fuck shit up. Uh-oh, we're bringing back the pre-roll yeah. review. It's been a long time, guys. Who's this from, Jason? Uh, I got this at Fighting Flower over there by the Hard Rock Casino. They're What's my your guys. favorite spot. I love those guys. Um, this is a pre-roll. It was a $5 pre-roll um, processed by Vibrite. Um, it is Cherry Bomb. It's a hybrid. One gram pre roll, uh, 22.3% THC. And come on, dude, just like that. 24% terps. <laughs> what you know about the terps? We know it's about the terps, man. It's all about the terps. Terpenes. Yeah. So, what's up, bro? Man, it's how's a, your week been? It's been just a fucking, just like one of those weeks where, like, every day at work, I just can't wait to be off of work. Dude, I, I feel like everybody at work has caught the vibe by, like, Tuesday that I didn't want to talk to any of them. Because, literally, I had my headphones on for, like, I don't know, at least four or five days straight and didn't speak a word to anybody. I was, like, in robot mode. Yeah, I fucking, speaking of headphones, I need to get new ones because... Dude, I, got, I do... I literally... No bullshit, dude. It's funny you say that because I had super glued the ones I had for, like... Months, dude. I mean, these motherfuckers were so raggedy, it was almost getting embarrassing. So I was like, I got paid, I was like, fuck it, I'll go spend the fucking $30 on some Bluetooth headphones. What kind of headphones are you rocking? Like JL Studio or some bullshit. Um, like, I ain't got no beats or nothing. Right. I mean, are I listen they, to podcasts nonstop. Are they ear pods or are they over the ear? Over the ear. Really? Yeah, dude, I can't do earbuds. Really? I hate the earbuds, man. man. I, I love my fucking... My Apple AirPods, I gotta be bougie with it, dude. Look they're just like the sleekest dude. design, and they just so they're so comfortable in my ear. Yeah, but if you drop them, dude, you could fucking lose them, bitches. I mean, that's it. I never had a problem with them until I left them in my work pants and dropped my work pants because they have like a company that washes a little bit of shit. Dude, honestly, I think too though with the headphones and shit, man, it just like sends out a signal like I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. And even Absolutely. if I don't even have them on, <coughs> I can just have them off and just have them over my head and just like nobody will talk to me. It's great. Just walk right by me. You can hear them talking shit about yeah. you. Like this fucking douchebag. See what Mike did the other day? Nah, dude. Like my job is a fucking shit show, bro. Like I literally just show up and like do my my robot fucking machine work. And it's making me an alcoholic more than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got your script right yet? My script right? Oh, my Netflix series? Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm working on that. I thought you were talking about the Clonopins I just ate. <laughs> oh, no. Why? <laughs> and you ain't sharing, motherfucker? Oh, I'm just kidding. Nah, it was a gift from my mother-in-law. I figured you'd probably save those for dealing with your mother on Sunday. 
Sunday, uh, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Now, um, I think I can just drink her into uh, <laughs> toleration. So drink her into toleration. Yeah. I want to note real quick that for a $5 pre-roll, I'm surprised at how fucking smooth that hits. And it's not too harsh. Let me acknowledge this pre-roll real quick. What was it called again? What's the uh, book? The Cherry Bomb. Ch-ch-ch-cherry Bomb. By, by the B-52s. LLC. Is it the B-52s who sing that song? I have no fucking idea. Who sings Cherry Bomb? The runaways. No, you weren't even close. <laughs> hey, man, well, who's the B-52s, bro? That's an old band. I've never right? heard of the runaways, though. Yeah, they're not very popular, obviously. No, it's a good-ass joint, though, man. Yeah, for $5, I'm actually <coughs> impressed. Oh I, told, I told the girl at the counter, and I was like, you guys aren't going to be mad if I give it a bad score. And she's like, just don't mention that you got it from here. And I was like, oh, what are you talking dang, about, man? man. Was What's like, the point of the review then? Yeah, I was like, I love you guys. This isn't your product. It's just Fighting something that you have on yourself, you know? Keeping people off of opioids, which is a perfect segue into my first note. Have you seen Stefan Bonner's fucking crazy ass, like, yeah, freakouts, dude? Holy shit, son. Yeah, because I, I listened to him on Show Sun and then it just kind of, like, made it worse, in my opinion. Dude, it really sucks because I remember him from the very beginning. He's one of those guys that I've literally seen. I've seen almost I mean, everything that it's been in the spotlight for him. I mean, yeah. from his rise to his fall, I guess you could say. Uh, yeah, and he recorded his episode the other day that was happened in the fucking bathroom of a hospital. Dude, I don't like... It's sad. That is a motherfucker who is extremely addicted to opioids. Absolutely, because... They better keep an eye on that fool, because yeah. he's going to fuck around and hurt somebody. It's what's going to happen. Yeah, because the show was like, at the end of the interview, he's like, are you okay? Like, can I send you, like, some food or something? Like, are you eating? He's right. like, I'm eating. I just need my pain pills. Yeah, so if y'all don't know what we're talking right. about, Stefan Bonner, the Ultimate Fighter Season 1 finale contestant he put on that war with Forrest Griffin which turned all of us into UFC fans alright it was like Spike TV's <coughs> highest rated moment in fucking television yeah. or whatever and this guy now you know, after retiring from MMA is like extremely addicted to opioids and shit and had like this episode that he decided for some reason to go viral with and like record himself like freaking the fuck out <coughs> basically cause he couldn't get pain pills yeah, because he had a script filled like seven days before, and he was he's trying like, to get I'm another freaking refill. the fuck out. Yeah. And really, though, he's probably eating them bitches like candy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you watched any of the like real in-depth like WWE documentaries about those guys who are all jacked up on steroids, they're all addicted to, like, severely addicted to opiates, and they're always on pain pills. Every single one of them. Dude, it's, I mean, these guys that go out and they use their body to make their money and shit like that. And I don't mean use your body like fucking me or you do, like, you know, right. manual labor. Like, they literally. Yeah, they like, abuse they, it. they abuse their body and right. they fucking. I mean, that shit comes with a cost, dude. Especially like, whenever you're getting blunt force trauma to the honest, head like, on the regular. The, and. And fighters especially, too, because, like, unlike a lot of NFL or NBA or MLB or any of the major athletic, like, you know, the major sports, like, a lot of fighters come from fucking... 
terrible backgrounds to begin with. Yeah. Criminal history, drug addiction, fucking, you name it. Right? Which, I mean, just... Speaks. Because that's what, that's what forces them towards fighting and martial arts in the first place, right? right? So then they get their fame and shit, and it's like, well, addictive personalities already kind of bred into their genetics. So it's like, you know, they start getting hurt. It's like they start getting their painkillers and... I mean, you can you name it, dude. Most any famous athlete, you know, who's really put their body on the line, there was a point in time where they had a problem oh, with yeah. fucking, you know, painkillers or alcohol or you, know, you name it, whatever, whatever vice it may be to get over the fucking, you know, trauma that they're putting on their body. Yeah, but the video in question, he was basically in the, he runs to the bathroom while he's in the hospital because they're basically getting security to remove him because he's making a scene because they won't fucking fill a script. So he barricades himself in a stall stall in the bathroom and it's just like, I just want my pain pills, man. Like, it was... Dude, it's so sad to so watch. So sad. It is. It's a terrible fucking video. But hopefully... Man, because I know a lot of people in the MMA community reaching out to him. Hopefully somebody gets a hold of him and... Gets him some help. Points him in the right direction. Fine. Yeah. Cause it's getting sad, dude. It's it's almost as sad as Tyron Woodley begging for fucking <laughs> this Jake Paul rematch. Cause I am so fucking tired of, bro. Right, dude. I seen him post on Twitter talking about like, oh, he's just scared. He don't want that smoke or something along those lines. I'm like, dude, you're making yourself look fucking pathetic right now. Stop it. Yeah. Like, that, what's a... fucked up though is like, I get that. <coughs> I wish he would have got the tattoo. Everybody knows the deal was to get the tattoo, right? I wish he would have got it. But if he could get, like, his fear is, and this would be my fear, is he gets the tattoo, and then he doesn't get the fight. Yeah. There's no fucking... Absolutely. There's no contractual agreement to fight right now. No, so it's just verbal. This motherfucker could get a I love Jake Paul tattoo. Dude. And then Jake Paul goes, ha, faggot. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, dude, they will pull his card, bro. Tyron Woodley won't be able to go back home, bro. Dude, yeah, he'll have his black card revoked. Listen, and if he gets an I Love Jake Paul tattoo, I encourage him to put some white pigment into it, too. So <laughs> it'll really pop on his black skin. You put the white Jake Paul face on him with the fucking blonde hair and shit. I don't know how white ink does it. It'll look like a fucking skin. character from the Peanuts tattooed on that motherfucker, dude. It, like Charlie it, Brown's cousin It might be something. do better to get some black light ink. And then whenever he's at the oh, club, yeah, the light there you light go, bro. That's a good way around it. Like yeah. you get the fucking uh, black light ink, so you can't see it all the time. Yeah, but whenever well, you're at the club, when you hit it with the black, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, if I was him, I would do like, I would get the I love Jake Paul thing, but I would get me in the tattoo as well, just clowning on Jake yeah. Paul because you can do whatever you want around the tattoo. Right. All it has to say is I love Jake Paul. And then later you just get like, I love knocking out Jake Paul. Dude, what I would do <laughs> is I would get like a tattoo of like Jake Paul with the necklace or chain that says I love Jake Paul around his neck. Oh, right. While I'm like fucking abusing him in some way. <laughs> I got like a paddle. Like, like it says it on his Dazed and confused style busting his ass over my lap <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Like just any way to fucking make yeah. it not look so bad because... The stipulation was you just have to get a tattoo that says I love Jake Paul. Right. So just be fucking creative, dude. The problem is Tyron Woodley's so dull, dude. This is why the UFC. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this is why he was a UFC champion and they couldn't do shit with him and they were glad when he was gone. Yeah, but thank God. He's hard to sell. And then he wants to be a rapper, bro. Jesus Christ, man. Like, <laughs> like maybe if he was actually a good rapper. Listen, like, give it a fucking rest, he would. Shit, bro. 
I agree. Go teach a fucking... Go coach a wrestling team, dog. I mean, that's a decent... Retire. That's a decent idea. You're getting old, bro. Get out of the club. Go fucking... <laughs> Get out, out with your wife and kids. This motherfucker's trying to box Jake Paul over tattoos and all that <laughs> shit. I wish he would've got it, though. <clears throat> so, what do you think about this new MMA promotion that's coming out? Um, I haven't looked a lot into it, but I've seen Ariel Hawani busting it out like the World Fight League and shit. Yeah. You know, my my problem is is like like cool, okay, but where who's funding it for one? Yeah. Like what fighters can you pull that aren't already locked down in a contract that I wanna see? That I'll pay to see. You know what I mean? Let me get on his Twitter and see if I can find out and who the owners are. Or the funders, I guess. And if you think fucking the UFC is just going to lay down and let somebody just come in and bulldog them off of their fucking nut, no way, dude. Like, that's what they get all their money fucking bulldogging the fight game. Like, they're not just going to roll over because fucking Ariel Hawani decided. Which, by the way, dude... Ariel Hawani, like, he needs to come off his fucking high horse, bro. Yeah, like, dude. He's starting I'm, to look like a douchebag. He really like, is. And I don't know if, like, what him and DC busted up on Twitter is, like, some fake bullshit or what, dude. But, like, I guess fucking DC made a tweet earlier today. And it, I, I, I can't even really fucking describe exactly how it went, but it was more or less long. It ended with, fuck this guy. Yeah. Addressed to Ariel Hawani. Yeah. I, no, I don't know if it's some kind of fucking like I agree with or some kind of promotion. It might be because he's trying to push this heel Wani era bullshit. I think it might just be some WWE shit that he's trying to pull. Which I mean, good on him if it if it is, but uh, it's I'm not enjoying it at the moment as somebody that was actually a fan of his. Yeah, I, and I don't. Like I said, I don't know if it's real or not, but dude, Hawani just seems douchebaggy. Right. <laughs> you said it. Two weeks before all this shit started Bro, happening. Bro, I'm saying. Literally. And it's just like he's fucking... I think he's burying himself. Like, he's a good journalist, bro. But, like, chill with your fucking opinionated attitude and shit. Like, yeah. going after Brendan Schaub, dude, that's a fucking bad idea. Like, you're talking about a guy who's connected with fucking Joe Rogan and Tom Segura and Brian Callen and Theo yeah. Vaughn and, like, literally, like, the biggest fucking comedy team in the game. They will all clown the on The big dogs. The big dogs of comedy and then Joe Rogan, the fucking god. Like, dude, you can't go after Rogan. The Oprah from man. Listen, dude, you heard what I said, bro. We'll never have a revolution until somebody kills Joe Rogan. Dude, if somebody kills Joe Rogan, dude, America will fucking rise, dude. How like, insane revolt. would it be if he became a martyr? Dude, he would be. I'm telling you, what would happen right now? Dude, fucking, he's the next John. He's John Lennon 2.0, bro. John Lennon? Dude. <coughs> I'm telling you. Could you imagine, just imagine, hypothetically, tomorrow you wake up and you see fucking the only first, thing, like- first thing that pops up on your phone, dude. Is Joe Rogan was fucking killed, dude. Some guy ran up on him and just shot him. What was he doing? He was fucking leaving the fucking comedy store. He was running in the hills by his house. Five o'clock in the morning. Somebody comes up and pops his ass. Dude, who knows, man? He was fucking elk hunting while squatting in the fucking gorilla shit. And it wasn't an accidental. What if it was accidental? Like... Somebody fucking just shot him. You move faster. Hurry up, woman. Yeah, shut the door. But I'm just saying, bro. Like, if somebody... If you woke up tomorrow 
and fucking Facebook. First thing you see, or Twitter, or Instagram, Joe Rogan was killed last night, ESPN, it's on the news, whatever, dude. There would be a fucking revolution, dude. There would be... You think people are just going to start marching in the streets? Of 18 to 36-year-old white dudes, (laughs) high on mushrooms and fucking DMT, dude, ready to fucking kill everything. they all got a gun. Dude, and they are all fucking keto, bro. They're all fucking, (laughs) like, bow hunting, fucking... Badass motherfuckers, With bro. Thighs the size of tree trunks. Dude, I'm telling you, bro, dude. And they're all fucking like, hey, bro, just think about it. You know what I mean? Like, they're type of, like, like dude bros. Dude bros. Like, dude bros. I'm, I'm what, telling you, dude, that's what, are they? that's what happens. In, in, like, when if somebody kills fucking Joe Rogan, dude, that's when America rises and we have a revolution. What's dude. the revolution gonna be for, though? Dude. Whatever the 18 to 36 year old demographic wants, dude. I'm just saying, like, hold on. It'll be for America. That'll be making America great again, dude. It's the white male 18 to 36, because that's Joe's demographic, dude, for sure. Is it just like a huge crowd of Proud Boys? Yes. (laughs) Pretty much, yeah, dude. (laughs) Jesus. No, I'm just kidding, dude. I fucking love Joe Rogan, dude. Hopefully nobody kills him. It, I'm telling you, dude, if somebody ever kills Joe Rogan, dude, it'll be some fucking psychopath, dude, who's, like, obsessed with him. And, he'd... and he'll be fucking a martyr, bro. Well, motherfuckers will have Joe Rogan tattooed on their throat, dog. People already have Joe Rogan tattooed, tattooed on their throat. On, yes, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, what's crazy is, like, his... His rise has really come from him just being himself, dude. He's just, yeah. he's just opinionated and fucking, like... He like he hits all of us white men. He's a lot more right in the feelers. Every white dude, fucking eighteen to thirty-five. He's a lot more tame nowadays than like if you listen to his early podcast, which I probably listened to the first like hundred or two hundred episodes, and then I gave up. I was trying to like listen to them all at one point, and I was like, no, I'm done. Joe, his early stuff is a lot different than what he does now because now he talks to smart people. Well, like, he, and he lost the Boston accent, too. The Boston accent went... As he, he, got know, he all, that's his head all... grew. His head literally grew. As he <laughs> lost his hair, his head grew. He gained knowledge. So Dude, the, I always know, see those memes where it uh, says that he's just like a caveman that doesn't know shit, so he wants all the smart people to come and teach him stuff, because if they don't, he'll just hit him over the head with a club. <laughs> Dude, and he will drag you back to the cave and make you teach him shit. <laughs> Dude, which is kind of funny. I hear, like, I've heard stories about, like, how he rolls in jiu-jitsu, because, I mean, he's a black belt. Yeah. Like, dude, I've heard, I've heard he's, like, strong like a fucking gorilla, like Joe's. Like, he likes to do, like, real heavy neck cranks and stuff like that. Oh, he likes to really try to kill people. Dude, like, well, he, like, if he jumps on a guillotine or something, he's going to crush your head, because he's super fucking strong. <laughs> dude, speaking of which, man... Hold on, we're, I'm just gonna get this out of the way, dude. R.I.P. to one of the fucking greats, dude. Yes. Norm McDonald, dude. One of the legends of the game. It's like, it's another one of those celebrity deaths that, like, hits you really hard because you had no idea it was coming. And they've been battling this shit for, like, nine years behind the scenes. So, it, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Was vaccinated? <laughs> okay. no, I just wonder, Honestly, to be honest, I'd be like. Probably. I would say no, because if I've no. got cancer, especially if it's Bro. like stage four, I'm like, dude, I'm going to die from the cancer. Why do I want, Why do I need a shot? No, I'm just saying that I've been hearing about a lot of deaths, dude, and I think all the people are vaccinated. 
Oh. You're on a little conspiracy da, da, theory da. here. Yeah, bro, that's my conspiracy trip. You're vaccinated, you could die. Uh, yeah, dude, but I've done a lot heavier shit. <laughs> so, like, I'm not worried about it, dog. Like, He's like, I've snorted cocaine listen, on a hooker's asshole. Yeah, dog. Like, I'm good. I got a lot of Neanderthal blood in me, dude, so I'll probably live to be about 90. Did dude. you do a 23 in me? I did. How much was your Neanderthal? Dude, a bunch. Hold on. Like, I can't. I can probably pull it up right now, actually. Oh, shit. I'm going to grab my drink. Dude, I'm going to straight up. up right back. I'm a caveman, dog. You said I'm a caveman. Yeah. More than Joe Rogan? Because Joe Rogan always brags about his Neanderthal blood. Hold on. So, how much was Joe Rogan? I know, I remember Joe talking about being Neanderthal, but I didn't realize he was, like, in my fucking bracket. Look at you. Hold on, let's find this. Uh, Alright, did you find it? I'm looking, hold on. I went out to get my drink and it was sitting at my feet the whole time in here. I got caught mouth so bad. Oh, let's do the pre roll review. Um, I don't remember the criteria. Hold on, dude. Look, so here it is. It says, hey, Mike, you have more Neanderthal DNA than 81% of other customers. 81%? Yeah. You're up there with Joe Rogan. Dog, I'm telling you, dude. Like, I'm fucking pretty much a caveman. Holy fuck, dude. Yeah, dude. How much is it? Like, what's the percent? So what's your actual percent? 81%. I have more than 81% of other customers. Right. But what's your specific percent? We have have found 262 variants in your DNA that trace back to the Neanderthals. Jesus Uh, 2% of your DNA. Hello. What's up? I need you to come pick me up. Is it fourth quarter? I don't know. What's going on? We can take you by the house. Well, we can run you home. Tell them I'll bring you home. Jordan said you can bring me home. Okay, cool. What? All right, cool. Tom, thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye. So you need to come get me. What if you got into a fight? Uh, well, I'll be in trouble, I guess. I don't know. If it was He's just a fight, you're not going to get on. Just got a game tomorrow. Yeah, so, like, it's weird because when you do all this shit, it tells you, like, so this says, you have four variants associated with being less likely to have a fear of heights. Like, you have one variant associated with having difficulty disregard discarding rarely used possessions. Meanwhile, they're making super mics in a lab right now with your DNA. Bro, I'm telling you, <laughs> mics, they can drink a whole gallon of Tito's a day, dude. <laughs> He's doing. He's over there doing like ten thousand finger push-ups. They got him chop full of fucking testosterone, hey, DMT. Dude. He's just in a different reality. But Joe full- Rogan's army, bro. Here we go. <laughs> Fully dude. under the government control, though. The fucking Joe Rogan's Fourth Reich. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Said, look out, bud. You know they got fucking conspiracy theories about that shit. About what? About like that 23 me shit because you have to like swab your mouth or whatever and send it off to a lab. And yeah. like there's conspiracy theories saying that they're using our DNA and making clones of us. Oh no. Yeah. 
Like, why the fuck would they want two of me? What if I see a kid in the store that looks just like <laughs> Makai or something? Dude, did you do one for Makai? No. No? Well, that'd be you. Interesting story, though. I did do DNA tests with him when he was born. Yeah? Yeah. Did you? You know that story. Yeah, I know it. Are you his dad, biologically? Um... There's only a 99.99998% chance. <laughs> no, that's not 100%. I think that's uh, more than you need to be entitled to child support, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got me. They got me, so. Dude, for real though, like I did like the black folks do. Man, I had my grandma come over and look at him. Yeah. She did like the old school. You know that was racist as fuck that you just said right now. That's a racist <laughs> motherfucker, dude. That's a... I did like them black folks, dude. Hey, I heard it from a black dude, bro. That's what you do. You gotta have your grandma come look at the kid. <laughs> that ain't racist. That's real shit. That's dude. real like, shit. And I'm telling you, dude, there's a black dude out there right now. Like, word. What? <laughs> <laughs> Because he didn't have his grandma do five paternity tests for him. <laughs> like, I'm just saying. The word. Yeah. My grandma came over and, like, no bullshit. Like, can I see his head? And then she took my. Like, that's yours. His little stocking cap off and, like, rubbed his head. And she just looked at me like a sugar head. Yeah, it's like, yeah, baby, that's your baby. And I'm like, oh, God. But nah, he came out looking like my dad, dude. So I pretty much did. Well, really just like, mom. Yeah, I mean, there's really no denying it. Yeah, dude, moving on. <laughs> you said, yeah, moving on. Getting <laughs> uncomfortable over there? No, nah, I mean, I'm comfortable, but that's a long story, though. And you want to talk about MGK's dry jizz at the VMAs? I'll let you have the floor. Dude, listen. What the fuck, bro? Like, I love MGK, bro. I think that kid is dude, on a roll, I've bro. literally got EST he's tattooed a, on my chest, he's a bro. Performer, bro. Like, I want to go to one of his shows, bro. I was going to go to the one in fucking OKC or Dallas. But what the fuck is with the pearls, bro? It looks like somebody blew a load on your face and you just decided to dry it. Honestly, I think that might be the That's look why he was Connor going for. To fight him. Connor wanted to fight him because it looked like he had a load blown on his face. He was like, bro, get the fuck away from me. He said, he said, Megan, can I get a picture? <laughs> and, and yeah, so like, like the, cons- off, the conspiracy is that like Conor McGregor sees MGK at the VMAs and then he asks Megan Fox for a picture and then MGK gets mad and then Conor wants to fight him because fucking MGK security like bumps into him and spills his drink and he's like, motherfucker. Yeah. But he's, like, high as fuck on either cocaine or pain pills or both. <laughs> I mean, gotta be, dude. Dude, Connor was lit, bro. He was lit as fuck. But the, the thing that was most impressive to me was, like, he was walking around without a boot, picking fights at the VMAs, bro. Like, holy fuck. That dude is just... There's, he's a different animal all around. Dude, he's really a fighter, though. Yeah. And like, people are, like, listen... Big Brown, Brennan Schaub had the best take on this. Like, y'all are crazy if you think fucking... Like, don't entertain the fact... Like, the the celebrity boxing shit has got everybody fooled. Like, MGK would get fucking hurt if him and Conor McGregor fought. He, he could with probably one die. With one leg. With one, with one leg, Conor would beat the shit out <laughs> of that little real thin fucking white boy, dude. Like, he would hurt him. Right. 
Yeah, Probably break I, his fucking face, dude. I tend to agree with you. I mean, dude, Shop said he's like he'd slip one punch and MJK would be unconscious. There's never been a knockout artist with dry jizz on his face <laughs> ever, dude. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you're a huge underdog already with the dry jizz on your face. Fair point, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get it, you're fucking Megan Fox, cool, but dude, you have dry jizz. I didn't even know that the VMAs were going on until that headline hit my feed. And what is that? Is Literally. that a pearl facial? It's not even a pearl <laughs> necklace, it's a pearl facial. <laughs> he got a pearl face? He got a pearl face? Yeah. yeah. Got, dude, it was pearls, right? Like. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we all know what a pearl necklace is, right? Yeah, I would, except for my Your sister. sister. <laughs> sister <didn't know. laughs> you said, don't Google don't that. Don't Google that, <laughs> And I'm just doing her a favor. Oh my she had to God. go home and ask her boyfriend. And he was like, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. Yeah. <laughs> she probably knows now. Oh, you think she knows now? Probably It's been not. a week. I bet if you asked her now, she and you were just like, hey, did you ever do You want me to call her and her ask her? You don't have to call her. I'm dude, maybe I just time her all the time. Maybe Let's just shoot her a text and be like, hey, no, did no, you no. ever research that? One time. For the fucking podcast. I told her I was going to eventually do this. So. Well, I'll turn it into like a seven minute conversation with I, I love yous and how is your week. I won't. I'll be like, hey, <laughs> real quick. She might not even answer. She might be at work. Not, dude. She's probably learning what a fucking pearl necklace is right now. <laughs> <laughs> it is nine o'clock at night. Uh, she just asked him. It's Friday night. He's had a hard week. She's not. Oh, she actually answered. Hey, turn your camera on. Aggressive with the FaceTime. It is an aggressive approach. What are you doing? Okay, bye. I don't even know why she answered. She's like, Shh, I'm at work. Like, bitch, don't answer your phone then. Yeah, dude, that would have been really <laughs> awkward if you're like, hey, did you ever look up a pearl necklace? God damn it. I know you're at work, but did you look up that cum shot I was telling you about? Oh, oh yeah, love you. Talk to you later. All right. <laughs> I was uh, trying to make it into a bit, though. I mean, nice try. Nice try. <laughs> kind of bombed. Aggressive with the face. Aggressive time. bomb. It's all right. Um. So yeah, DC said fuck Hawaii. We already covered that. Did we cover that? Uh, I know we talked about Jake Paul and Connor confusing him and shit. Did you see what Jake Paul's offer to Dana White was? And I'm actually kind of intrigued by it. Yes. I loved it. Makes sense, right? It so does. why don't you tell us? Um, I can't remember the exact details for it. Okay, so. so Jake Paul offers Dana White. He says, Look, I don't want to fight your wash up guys. I want your in there prime strikers. He said, Let me offer you this. He said, Give me me versus Jorge Mazidal and Amanda Serrano versus Amanda Nunes. And if we win, he said, let any of your fighters come fight us when they want, and if we lose, we'll leave you alone, blah, blah, blah. Right. And, dude, I love it. Yeah. It's like, win-win. I mean, dude, let your nuts swing, son. Like, yeah. dude, I think... Jorge's Jorge, a tough matchup for him. Jorge, uh, that's Rob, a tough night out. Yeah, bro, that's a, that's a tough out, dog. I think Jorge probably feeds him his teeth. But still, yeah. I would love to see it do what a good crossover. Yeah. But the thing is, is, and what Jake needs to understand is they're not gonna they're not gonna do that unless the UFC can get a piece of it. Like, yeah, so. of course. Which I'm sure he's taking that into consideration. Yeah. I would imagine. 
They need to. I mean, that's a lot of money to be made. So then they get a they got a piece of Connor, so whenever right, he fought Floyd, exactly. So it 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 can be done if the price is right. So yeah. it just basically goes to show they're willing to negotiate, but you know you got to make it worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, what else is there for Amanda Nunes? Nobody. Nothing, dude. No. It's like she's done everything there can be right. that can be done in women's. There's in not a single matchup that I need that I want to see from her. She can't fight dudes, so <laughs> let's just I mean, let her cross over and get let her this. fight Henry Cejudo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Man. laughs> He's the one calling for the intergender championship bullshit. Can you imagine how happy Henry Cejudo would be? <laughs> To make like fucking three million dollars yes. to go beat some bitch up, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, he's like stoked. He's like, like, you bitches have been mean to me my whole oh, life. dude. He's like firefighting <laughs> about to fuck some bitches up, dude. They said, oh. what, you don't want to go to fucking prom now, huh? What? Double leg. Double leg. Yeah. Don't be on your fucking head. Yeah. Speaking of him, no, but seriously, I think Nunez should. Yeah, yeah, I, I think know. they should fucking do it. And what else do they got for Jorge, dude? He's Nothing. there's not a lot there Leon for him doesn't either. Want to fight him. That's what I'm saying. Fucking let him cross over and do this fucking big ass. I mean, that's the most money for everybody involved, dude. Everybody gets paid on that, dude. Yeah. It's a sick payday for everybody. I what? think they should entertain it. I mean, why not? Yeah, dude. At the end of the day, Dan is a businessman, so. Oh, dude. Yeah, man. If he's I mean, smart, he'll. He's trying to send go his grandkids to fucking high school. Speaking of, I just wanted to bring this up. I just kind of wanted to give old Bruce Buffer a shout out. Did you see that he introduced the Monday Night Football game? Yes, for in Las Vegas. Yes, yes, dude. And the Raiders upset the Ravens in a hell of a football yes. game. But Bruce Buffer brought him out like it was a fight. It was so fucking cool. Dude. It was dope as fuck. And that dope ass new stadium that they just finished building. Hey, and I've been right down the road for. I've seen it, dude. It's Bro. really fucking cool. Cause like when they're not playing football games, they can literally like, they roll the whole field outside, wow. and it's like natural grass. Really. So they'll roll that fucking field outside and shit, let it get sun or whatever, and then you can you know interchange whatever the fuck they want to do in that stadium. And, like, on the outside, like, there's a practice field now. It's, That's it's, so crazy. Dude, it's a trip, dude. <laughs> That's insane. Like, how massive is this place? It's, it's pretty fucking big, dude. Right? It's, in Vegas, it kind of just fits right. in. Right? right. But speaking of football, dude, I fucking sucked a dick on fantasy football on both my teams. I got smashed by bitchin' mullet and Jason, dude. That's <laughs> fucking L's to both you cocks. Dude, you didn't even break 100 points in, the, in, yeah, our, in our old league. Yeah, well, that's because Aaron Rodgers went out there and just fucking... Literally, dude, he couldn't have had a worse game. I don't know if it... Like, I don't know if it could have got worse. He, didn't have, he got me, like, one and a half points. Yeah, dude. Um, and I played him in the NFL, and it was, it was terrible. Yeah. I lost no, we went in the NFL. No, wait a minute. I, I don't know. Either way, dude, I had Aaron Jones and Robert Tanyan, and let's just say Green Bay just sucked a big old weenie. Yeah. They made Jamison Winston look like the best fucking dude to ever pick yeah, up. Yeah, well, speaking of Jamison, I fucking had him, and after, like, all my points were scored, he hadn't even played yet, but I fucking dropped him and picked up some bullshit wide receiver, and then he went off and played the best fucking game that he could have ever played. I love how, like, And Chris immediately put, into, picked him up. Like, I love how fantasy football turns into some motherfuckers who act like they know what they're doing. It's like, this is literally yeah. all luck. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Every year, I'm like, yeah, good move, bro. Right. But Chris, like, picked him up so quick. Yeah. Anyway, I fucking sucked a big old dick the first week of fantasy football. Yeah. Moving on. 
I did I did pretty good, but I got beat by fucking old Uncle Touchy's quiet children. <laughs> Which Bro. Is insane name. I just only wanted to bring it up because the picture that he used Please on there elaborate. is Uncle Touchy. It's a picture of my brother in a fucking van that says free candy on the side. He's like holding out a bag of candy. Is your brother touchy? I mean, he's not. He's never been accused and oh, a weirdo good. like that or nothing. But it's a fucking funny joke, just to fucking because that's that's how like my whole family feels yeah. about my brother. <laughs> he's that's just like fuck up. you. Some <laughs> chobo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could call me a chobo. He's not a weirdo though. Not not to my knowledge anywhere. But they always say it's the ones that you would least expect. Yeah. Dude, did you see uh, Mighty Mouse versus Rod Tay? I love this fucking fight. Special rules match. I love this fight because it's going to be a banger in the first round. And then I think DJ's going to go out there, wrestle him down, and pull his head off in the second round. So, yeah. So, it's special rules. It's a four-round fight. Rounds one and three are Muay Thai. Rounds two and four are MMA. And I think you're right, dude. I think Mighty Mouse can survive a first round of Muay Thai. Absolutely. But my question is, how what's the time limit on the rounds? Like, is it five-minute rounds or is it three-minute rounds for the what Muay, they doing Thai, Muay Thai? Five for the MMA? Is it... Well, I also wanted to know about the gloves because they're going to wear boxing gloves in the first and then switch to MMA in between. They're going to well, have to take, like, two I think they're going to leave MMA gloves on the whole time because one has done, like, Muay Thai fights with MMA gloves oh, okay. and shit. So I wouldn't be no, surprised yeah. if they just fucking leave the MMA gloves on you know, throughout the fight. Because yeah. it would be kind of a pain in the ass, like, changing Rod them. Tank, I've seen them do it. They've done that shit locally. Rod Tank's got to fucking put him out in the f- and, like real quick in the first, or else. He, I, think I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think I so think either. Mighty Mouse is going to be on his bike that first round, mm-hmm. and then he's going to come out and just blast double that fool to the ground. But also, like people need to remember, just because he goes to MMA doesn't mean Rod Tank still can't kick and punch and all that shit. Like, he's not just going to be able to just walk right into a fucking double. Right. Like, he's going to have to fight him. Yeah. Talking about one of the best Muay Thai dudes to ever do it. So. But I think Mighty Mouse is good enough that he can make it happen. As long as he doesn't fucking slip and take I a wish, goddamn soccer kick to the face or something. I wish one would do better about promoting here in the States, though. Because, like, they have a good product. Like, the fans, like, <clears throat> the hardcores pay attention. Like, we pay attention and shit. But, like, they have a product that would sell. I just can't pronounce most of their names. That's my biggest thing with one. Right. It's well, hard to pronounce their names. It's hard to sell the smaller weight, like Japanese fighters yeah, and shit, but, but there is like fucking like heavier weight classes and notable names that they can sell, yeah. but they just got to do better at promoting and shit. The product's great though. Like I mean, one puts on I, good fucking I've products. read articles that says that they pull bigger numbers than the UFC does, but they also have a way bigger market. Well, they're selling to Asia. Right. You know, like, their market isn't the U.S., huge. you know? And fucking they, huge. Yeah, they market to China and fucking Russia and, you know, that gigantic market Good over there. Daddy Data tries to, but... <coughs> that's what happened. You know, like, Thug Rose knocking out Wei Lei Zhang was, like, the worst thing ever for the UFC. They didn't want that shit to happen. No. No, dude, they want they want a Chinese champion, dude. Yeah, they want everything they want that but market, an American dude. champion. Dude, I'm telling yeah. you, man, because they, they got the U.S. market sewed up. Like, we've had American champions, dude. Like, it's like it's diehards, though. It sucks for us because we're always rooting for the American. Fuck yeah, dude. Being a patriot, <laughs> dude. America. Patriot, goddammit. America. 
Which apparently being a patriot means that we're racist. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> but anyway, dude, I'm just saying, like, fucking, like. <laughs> he said, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Never heard of it. You've been reading them damn books again? Yeah, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you too stupid. Yeah. Oh, funny. Yeah, but. Yeah, dude, I think uh, the Mighty Mouse Raw Tang would be a great one. One's got a great fucking product. They just need to promote it better. Who you us. got in tomorrow's main event on UFC? Anthony Smith or Ryan Spann? Um, I like that matchup, dude, but I got Anthony Smith by a submission late. I got him. Uh, I just think the experience at the highest level is what gets him through that. Because Ryan Spann's a stud. Don't get me wrong. But I just think Anthony's just been there and done it. And, like, you got to kind of be something special to get Anthony out of there. Yeah, for sure. And Anthony's on his way back, so I want to give him another shot. We'll see what he can do. Hey, man. I'm excited for it. He always puts on a show. Like, I haven't, I can't think of too many Anthony Smith fights where I was just disappointed. Yeah. He hasn't, they haven't all been bangers, but for the most part, when Anthony Smith fights, it's a good fucking fight. Yeah. Uh, co-main event tomorrow night is Devin Clark versus Island Kutabola. Kutelaba. Kutelaba. I fucking butchered yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I uh, I think Devin Clark wins that one, but I think it's going to be a boring fucking wrestling match. Okay. I think he controls him and just kind of smothers. I got Q- maybe maybe he can get him out of there with submission or whatever, but if he stays on the feet I think uh Kutalaba's I got Kutalaba. Okay. So Ariana Lipsky versus Mandy Baum. I don't know, dude. I looked at the card, dude, and I turned in my tapology picks, but I think it's a card. Yeah, I kinda of feel the same way. Kind of a turd. Which I did want to point out though. They had they do have uh Joaquin Buckley and that fucking Antonio Arroyo. Impa Kazaganagi, the guy that he's been kicked knocked out. Impa Kazaganagi. Yeah, on the same card. So Impa is opening the card, and then you got fucking... Yeah, those dudes are interchangeable now. (laughs) Yeah. They're just getting fights out of them. Yeah. And what's fucked up is they're probably not getting paid shit. Yeah, absolutely. Which really sucks for Those dudes' careers will be over in like four fights. You're probably right. Like because what happens if the UFC, they can't go back to fucking regionals unless they want to make fucking dirt money. Doo-doo money. Yeah, dude. I yeah. mean, they can go to Bellator if they're maybe getting, you know, a decent following. But, I mean, Joaquin Buckley had the highlight knockout. Impa ain't really done a lot. They just kind of coach. So, maybe fucking Ariel Hawani's World Fight League will say. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, 50-50 revenue share, that's like... Dude, I hate to be that, pessimistic, but I just fucking... I don't see it happening, man. Like It's, it's a tough gig. You're going to have to pull away fighters from all these different promotions. And you think about all these, like, bare-knuckle promotions that are popping up and shit. Like, Jorge's got his own promotion now. And you got to find out who's actually legit. Right. Like, some of these dudes have, like, done it smart. Like, Chell Sonnen. Mm. Like, he, you know, he starts submission underground. That's jiu-jitsu. Fuck, dude. Right. Yeah, dude. Who else is doing jujitsu? That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's got a good thing going there. It's not going to be crazy amongst any kind of casual fan, but at the same time, it's a fucking good market, and he's, I mean, he, he just fits right in. Right. You know? 
And then you got Jorge trying to jump in on the bare knuckle thing. And I got to give BKFC some props because them motherfuckers, I thought they would be done by now, but they've fucking, their product keeps getting better. Yeah, it really yeah. does, man. I always enjoy those bare knuckle cards right. a lot. And game bread, like Jorge's trying to do game bread fighting against yeah. bare knuckle MMA. Yeah. So, like all these dudes are starting their own promotions and shit. So it's like, it's not an easy fucking competition to jump into. Like, and you got a lot of dudes competing. The only thing that Game Bread's got is the personality behind it because I don't even know really the owner of BKFC. Like, I've, I know who he, I can recognize him now, but like, I don't know who the fuck that guy Dave was before. Feldman. Yeah. Yeah, and he's, he seems like a fucking douche. <laughs> but what, what Jorge has is just he's a vet in the game and he fucking gets to kick it with Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, you think Donald Trump's a. a Fuck it, the sponsor. Um, you got a no. Trump Towers logo. Probably not. No, Maybe why not? not? I mean, I think he he may be in the future if it looks like if look if you see Trump put his name on it, it'll it'll go to the goddamn moon. <laughs> yeah, like gonna get every fucking redneck and <clears throat> that'll be that'll be a good <laughs> that'll be a good judge of his its success is if you see like in the fucking ring Trump anything like just. Yeah, it's going to the top. Yeah, they fucking... They had him on the commentary for the fucking thriller. It's kind of weird. It was really weird, but... Yeah. did you? What did you hear about their fucking numbers that they so did? It was, it was Vitor Belfort fight. We, we, yeah, we talked about it a little we bit. We did, yeah, because we watched it after... Or we recorded it after we watched yeah, it. Yeah, uh, it was weird. I mean, I don't know. But their numbers... Because uh, at first I heard that they, they were take, really high. But also, then, did they count all the illegal streams? Because, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of people that have seen it, you know. Plenty. So. Plenty. See, I think that's a... That's the problem with all of this shit and the pay-per-view model. It's like, I wish... That's what the World Fight League needs to do. Is don't sell it. No. Give it you away. like WWE. Mondays and Thursdays. Give that <laughs> shit away. Yeah. Make your money on the merchandising and your fucking fan base. You know what I mean? Like, sell your tickets to live events. Sell fucking post that shit online. On fucking... Have a, a website or do it on YouTube. Because you get paid for YouTube views. Well, just like... So the, there's no reason why we can't watch everything that we want to watch on YouTube. Yeah, dude, well, the internet and the way shit is now, like, if you if you put it on pay-per-view, I don't care how much it charges, dude, I can find an illegal stream for it. 100%. Bet your fucking dick, dude. Like, we'll watch it for free. I'm just saying, dude. Like, it, it's, it's inevitable. We're not the only ones. No. I mean, it's out there. It can be fucking found. I don't illegal stream. No, me, me either. I'm just saying no. it's, possible, it's possible. Hypothetically. Very like, simple. You know, I've allegedly watched a bunch. But it's, <laughs> it's not true. Not you can't it. prove it. None of it. Anyway. Let's not... Uh, I feel like Dana you know, White's listening if, to our conversation now. <laughs> if IP Vanish wants to jump on as a sponsor for, you know, protected VPN... <laughs> no. I got I Express. I used the Joe Rogan link. Got hey. it for a year. Anybody. anybody. I seen Joe Rogan had some dudes on that were selling automatic blowjob machines, dude. Like, we need sponsors like that. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah dude. Like, like, recently? Yeah, it was um, Kurt Metzger and... Um, he had them on as a guest or they were a sponsor? 
Oh, they were guests, but they oh, were okay. talking about like one of their sponsors. And, like, they started out selling like an automatic well, blowjob machine. Fucking whenever Joe Rogan first started, his like first and only sponsor was Fleshlight. Yeah, dude. Like all the podcasts, were, like when they like, jump off, like that fucking Fleshlight liquid, made Joe Rogan. And Liquid Death Water now, like that. Liquid Death sponsoring all them dudes, but they're all like a team. Like there's like a circle of podcasts, dude. Right. But, like all the ones the at the top, like, like Shab's got fucking DraftKings, dude. Yeah. I wish I could get a dope ass sponsor like that. Brand bitch, I'm all like, you need to invest more. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, dog. Dude, have you heard about this uh, Gabby Patino girl? Um, enlighten me. Okay, so there's like a girl. Her name is Gabby Patino, and I'm guessing she's come some kind of like social media. Like oh, maybe an I influencer or something. Maybe, maybe. yeah. She's but like her and her boyfriend decided to do some like travel blog and shit. And they were like traveling across the world. They bought a little Ford Transit, a little cargo van. Yeah, yeah, and like they were gonna go and like travel fucking costs, you know, whatever. And anyway, like I guess you know the boyfriend showed back up and he was solo. And oh now, yeah. Yeah. Now nobody knows where the girl is. Yes. And I guess this guy's refusing to cooperate with police now, so now everybody's tripping and thinking this girl's missing and shit. And, uh, like, I guess the area where they were at, like, Moab, Utah or whatever, there was just recently a double homicide in that national park there recently. So, there's, like, some, there's some conspiracy theories, like, that there was a, there's a serial killer up there, like, and then this girl got got by a serial killer. Or, and then there's also... And her dude just left her in the dust. Right. <laughs> and there's also theories that he had something to do with it and this and that. But I think what happened was they got in a fight because there's also like a recorded incident like two weeks before he had showed back up home without her. Like there was like a domestic dispute and they got all of it on camera with like the cops and shit. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I think he just boned out on her. Like, I think he just left her. You know, she was apparently a crazy bitch. You know, I don't want to say that. Like, because if she's dead, then I sound like a dick. <laughs> oh, fuck. Maybe edit that out. Oh, no. We're no. going to leave it all right. anyway. For its glory. <laughs> okay, well. Maybe. I didn't know all these extra details. You're, like, you're giving me all fresh information. I right. knew, like, the gist well, of it. I saw that there was, like, another... Uh, she had her main Instagram account, but there was a new one that was opened in her name, and it said, like... Guys, I'm fine. Carlos didn't hurt me. He would never do that. He was hitting on girls looking like this. He was nappy as fuck. Dirty as shit. Look at how dirty he looks. Look at you, big Kevin. He said, I was hitting on girls. (laughs) I said, looking like that. Uh, Uh, You you better get a couple sacks tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's... That's fucking like a baby Reggie White right there. (laughs) Shut that door. He's all walking proud and shit. I'm sitting on girls, nigga. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Yeah, dude. What were we talking about a second ago? I don't know. Oh, that guy that ditched his girlfriend. Or possibly killed her. Or maybe she got killed by a serial killer. Yeah, his Brian Laundrie. She's Gabby Patino. And I guess the guy's refusing to cooperate with the investigation now. And... My thing is, is like I think she got caught up by a serial killer, and I think this dude and his lawyer, his lawyered up, and I heard people talking about it on like radio today, and like, why do you get a lawyer? And I'm thinking like, probably so he doesn't get accused of killing this girl. Right. He thinks that maybe she got got by the serial killer. 
Yeah. And it started to make me think about this podcast that I recently listened to. And it starts talking about, like, kind of the conspiracies in, like, national parks and stuff. What? Because apparently a lot of fucking people go missing in national parks all the time. Yeah. They just get lost? I don't know, man. They get murdered. They disappear. They just go missing. That makes me never want to go to a national park. Dude. (laughs) Well, then that made me even dive deeper into my rabbit hole, dude. I started thinking about this fucking episode of American Horror Story, dude, where they think, like, this guy is a a wildlife ranger and shit, and he's, like, protecting people from the fucking hillbilly inbred people that live in the national park and shit, and they kill motherfuckers and eat them, and there's, like, a Sasquatch out there and shit, dude. He's just eating motherfuckers. Dude, I'm telling you, man. The, the, The podcast I was listening to was fucking Case Files, The Labyrinth. You listen to those crime... Oh, yeah, dude. I, I never listen to any crime podcasts. I never okay. found one really, like, the uh, the apology tapes, I listened to it, but, like, it was a hard uh, listen. That wasn't, I, I stopped on that one. It was, right. too, it was too fucking dramatic. I like listening to the serial killer ones and shit, and, like, the true crime ones, like, Minds of Madness is a good one. I just don't get off on the whole ser- serial killer thing, like. I guess I love the psychology of it. Like, just thinking about, like. I don't know, I guess what makes motherfuckers, like, tick. Like, what, right. what, what makes you want to, like, just strangle bitches? Yeah, it makes weird. me feel weird thinking about, like, strangling people the way that some of these guys do it. I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't think I could ever do that. I mean, in a life or death situation, I would overcome that. But Dude. just to do it to, like, get off or whatever, like, it's weird to me. What's crazy to me, man, is I, I've thought about this, and it's like all these serial killers that go out and they, like, have this... They go out and kill people, right? And, and it, in society now, we're, we're intelligent enough to where we, you know, we've made laws of man and God or whatever. You know, you're not supposed to kill. But like back in the day, like that's how motherfuckers became kings and shit. Was they murdered motherfuckers? Yeah, and like that's took their shit. Yeah, dude. And like they were gruesome and violent, and then like they were respected. Barbaric. Yeah, dude, and it's weird. I wish I could walk around with a fucking bow across my back, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, I, fuck, I don't know, it's weird. The, the serial killer thing just gets me. I was like, like, because most serial killers, you never hear about a serial killer who just, like, targets strong, healthy men. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's always like, the weak and defenseless. Yeah. He's, he's always, like, strangling women or killing kids yeah. or some fucking, like, weird shit. So it's like... What happened in their head to make them want to kill weak things? I mean, it's weird. Like, what makes the predator it's mind like work? That's what one I of those think. alpha things. Like, dude, I don't think it's that. Or maybe it's, it's a beta thing. Like, it's exactly what it yeah. is, dude. It's an insecurity of like fucking scared of the alpha. Right. Like, cause that's what I've always wondered. It's like, what makes the motherfucker want to like prey on the weak and shit? It's weird, man. Like the psychology of it, I think, is what gets me. Yeah, they were talking about that shit on Two Bears One Cave about like how weird that that is. I can't remember exactly what the context was. Been on a much lighter note, but on still a scary like true crime note. Scooby Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog is out. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. a fucking hour long movie of where Scooby. Did that the just game. come out? Yeah, dude. Holy they fuck! They make Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yeah, dude. I I was like watching it and I was like. 
Wait, that's Courage and Scooby, like, side by side. They fucking meat. They were, like, digging a hole to the center of the goddamn earth or something. Couldn't believe it, dude. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mine's blown. Did, like, two of my, like, childhood favorites meet in the same universe. Yeah, it's weird. It's, sometimes it's strange whenever they do those crossovers like that. Yeah. But, Dude, I'm gonna have to watch the Jordan Peele remake of the Candyman tonight. I'm pretty excited about that because when I was a kid, dude, Candyman was like one of the things me and my cousin Amber would fuck with each other about. It's like, <laughs> I dare you to go in the bathroom, <laughs> turn off the light, and say Candyman five times. You know, like it would be neither one, one of like, you would do oh, it. Uh, <laughs> like I remember when like. Uh, Pumpkinhead came out, uh, like Sleepy Hollow, that type yep. of shit. Like, dude, that shit scared me to death, dude. Like, I remember being out at my grandma and grandpa was like running across the yard, <laughs> dude, like at nighttime. My cousin had me so worked up and scared about that shit. You know what fucking scary movie got me as a kid? Because I lived out in the woods whenever this thing came out, out at my grandma's house. It was the Blair Witch Project, dude. Oh, shit. I was terrified of the woods after I watched that movie man and I watched it during the day like it's bright in the room that I'm watching it but like we snuck it because my my grandma didn't want us watching it we snuck it out of her room and fucking put it in did you think it was real Oh yeah, of yeah, course. Dude, I was like, like I was else. like eight years old. Like, oh my fucking god, dude! Yeah. Like, there's no hope for humanity, dude. I was, dude hey, do yourself a favor and do not watch that movie now. All right, like, yeah. Why? It's a, it's a turd. It's a turd. <laughs> dude, it's a total turd, bro. Yeah, it's just like two hours of them wandering, like crying around into the camera, yeah. snot dripping out of their fucking face. And yeah. Shit. yeah, it was awful. And did you ever watch the second one? I'm sure I did. But <laughs> it was I don't stupid as fuck. Like the scariest part about the Blair Witch Project was they walk in and the dude's like staring at the wall. Right. And you're just like, what is he doing? He's <laughs> just staring at the wall. And everybody's yeah. like terrified. The loop camera just drops and you don't see anything. It's just the suspense of it. Yeah. Like, you don't know what's going on. I'll give it to them, though. And they made a fucking oh, killing. Yeah, it was so original at the time, but like now, like every time I see a movie shot in that style, with like the handheld camera style where the fucking shit's all shaky, dude, yeah. I, I immediately, I'm like, nah. Well, I can't do it, dude. Paranormal Activity was like, I enjoyed those movies because yeah, I was like, but I knew after they were the bullshit. fucking second or third one, it's like, okay, bro, we don't need Paranormal Activity 9. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. Well, I'm a mark, dude. I've watched all them all. Like, like how many at fucking CCTV footage style <laughs> fucking paranormal activities well, can we see? Now they're like giving it some lore and like that's how they're keeping people intrigued. They, they want to leave little cliffhangers about the family and like what the deal is between the family and the spirit or the demon because there's some kind of like cult thing to it too yeah so, like a storyline yeah now there's like a story to it so they're keeping it going that way okay. which I'm dude I like all. the whole devil worshipping movies like that I mean that's exactly good. what what's it is. the one where like the little girl loses her head like she's sticking her head out the window and sure, like, I don't know I'm not really big, like, oh, dude, movie, like it's, it's like a recent guy, one, dude. It's like fucking... Oh, dude. Fuck. If you get yeah. any other, like, basic white girl in this room, she'd know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> It's not even really that scary, but, like, it's fucked up because, like, her brother's driving her, and she, like, sticks her head out the window, because they were, like, 
she went with him to this party because she's like a nerdy girl. And <laughs> the parents are like, take your sister. Take your sister. Oh, He's driving her. drunk. He's like, fuck it. You know, Smashes the tree. Her. Well, no, like they go and she accidentally eats a brownie or something. And then like it has walnuts in it. So she starts having a fucking allergic reaction. And he's <laughs> like upstairs getting his weenie touched or something. And like fucking finally when he finds out and then he gets his sister, he gets her in the car and she's like, Hanging her head out the window, trying to like fucking breathe or whatever. She's like dying of a fucking peanut. They don't have a fucking EpiPen. Dude, while they swerve and then smack, hit a fucking telephone pole and rips her head off. And oh kills. shit! And then the kid just drives home. Like nothing happened. Like, can you fucking wait? What the fuck? Tell them kids to shut up. And then this fucking my maids in here feeding the dogs. Because this was the most opportune time to do that. Yeah, dude, you couldn't have waited. Thank you. Our our studio's awesome. We'll have a better one this time next year. Whenever we have money, then maybe your studio will Piss off, dude. We need some sponsorship. You could have waited. I'm leaving this in. Oh, that hurt. I'm putting it down with the Fuck y'all. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Oh. Where are we at on time? We got plenty of time, dude. <laughs> yeah, we got right at an hour right now. Well, let's fucking get out of here. Alright, dude. Follow us, like us. Uh, rate, review us, share us with your friends. Shout out to the sponsor, uh, Paint It Right Tulsa, Brandon Bitch and Mullet. I'm coming for your throat in fantasy this year. I promise you, man. Um, <laughs> Did you get that work, son? You're gonna get that. I'm not gonna be as easy as Mike was, alright? Hey, fucking eat a dick, alright? <laughs> <laughs> alright, always peek outside. <laughs>